0: Welcome to Post-Colonial Space. I'm Masood Raja. And today, instead of talking about something educational or related to literary theory, I would like to talk about coffee houses. So, you know, not to be a bit philosophical or anything, coffee houses were one of the main places that Jürgen Habermas considers were crucial in developing modernity and modern ways of thinking about the world. I mean, that's a very complicated argument, but my experience of coffee houses is really interesting and peculiar because when I started frequently a privately owned coffee house, not a chain, that is when I think I actually started developing a social life in United States and that happened in 1996 when I was in Nashville, Tennessee and you know I was an international student. I had some friends but not very close friends but then I made one friend from Sweden and she introduced me to a local coffee house which was called Bango Java. It's still there and That introduction to this space where mostly progressive, liberal-minded people came in the evening, got their cup of coffee, and, you know, had conversations, became a place for me that kind of sustained me because I'll just go there in the beginning. I didn't know anyone. And I'll get a cup of coffee, and I'll sit on the porch and read. But what it gave me, was a safe place where I could be surrounded by people and still do my work without being alone in my apartment, in my room, and as I said, I had just moved from a completely different culture. So Banga Java, in a way, gave me, first of all, a safe space to be myself amongst other like-minded Americans. Eventually, since I became a regular, I got to know people who worked there. Some of them became my dear friends, and I also made a lot of other friends. So the great thing about independently owned American coffee houses is that by and large, they tend to be progressive and liberal places. And if you are a foreigner or you look different, chances are those are the places you want to go to just to be, you know, relaxed and safe and comfortable, but also to eventually make friends. And now that I look back at my life in United States, you know, I've been here for more than 20 years, I realize that wherever I have lived in United States, even when I was single and later when I got married, I've always had a coffee house that I frequent, that I go to, and where I make friends. The reason I mention progressive spaces is because there are so few actual places where people who are progressive or liberal can ritually meet or meet daily or on a weekly basis. So if you look at American conservatism, of course, they have actual places where they meet once a week, at least at a church. Also within the conservative movement and politics, There are not only churches, there are think tanks, national organizations that recruit young people and that meet frequently to decide their public agenda. There is no such space on the progressive side, especially on a micro level. So coffee houses, especially independent coffee houses, have sort of filled that gap because more than ever, we need spaces which are diverse, which are tolerant, but which are not also fast-paced. So people come there, they get a cup of coffee, and occasionally read or do their stuff, but sometimes also have conversations. And that's what I experienced. Now, I was living kind of a very isolated life. I had left my career and everything in Pakistan had started almost a new life. So I had to build my alliances, develop my new friendships, figure out a new culture, and learn to live in it positively. And the coffee house that I frequented not only gave me a space to sit and sip a cup of coffee and read, it also introduced me to the best of American culture, and that is a culture of tolerance, acceptance, right, diversity. And so hence, it also determined for me in the long run my politics and helped me develop my way of looking at the world. That's why I associate a lot of my success and a lot of the things that I've accomplished to my experience at the coffee houses. Now, one thing that I really enjoy every morning when I go to work now that we live in Texas is the ritual of stopping at a coffee house and getting a cup of coffee. Now, it's not just the coffee that you're there for. I think that interaction, the morning interaction, with people who serve my, me my coffee, whom I know, who know my name, the greetings that we exchange with each other kind of becomes a secular ritual that starts the day, you know, on a positive note. Just like if you were a religious pers- person and you did your worship at the beginning of the day, this kind of replaces that experience. That's why I always am excited when I wake up in the morning. And even though I have coffee at home, my day doesn't start until I've stopped at my coffee house and ordered a cup of coffee. I might not even stay there to drink it. You know, I might even put it in my car and drive to my office. But the ritual itself gives me a good start of my day. And that's why individually, that experience alone is deeply important for my spirituality, but also for my sanity, especially now under COVID-19. Another thing significant about independently owned coffee houses Is and I noticed it when my wife and I travel across country. Now, when we travel, of course, I look like myself. You know, I look foreign, I have an accent. And I don't really carry a chip on my shoulder or worry about how I'm being perceived, but I've noticed that any town in which we stop, if we can find an independent coffee house, as soon as I enter through the door feel safe. I feel comfortable. And that is generally true about pretty much all coffee houses. And the most important thing about a coffee house is that you can go in and order a drink and get a glass of water. And they expect, they've created a culture where people come and sit and lounge and do their work. They're not in a hurry to get you out of their doors so that more customers can be seated so the culture of an independent coffee house is the culture of relaxation it's a place which invites you in but then doesn't mind if you stay long enough right they want you to hang out and stay there that is why you'll see in most independent coffee houses there'll be a book corner people donate books to the coffee house and there will always be some local art on the wall. All of that kind of gives you a space within your own community, which can sort of be your home away from home. And I noticed that when we lived in Akron, we had a beautiful coffee house. It's still there. It was called Angel Falls Coffee House. And when I came home from work, You know, I'll have my dinner and then then I'll just walk down to the square just to get a cup of coffee and sit and read. And that's where I met so many people. I actually met a ladies knitting group who adopted me and taught me quite a lot of tricks of knitting. All because I was interested in it. But I was at a place where it was okay to walk up to someone and talk to them. And that possibility existed only because you were in an atmosphere of acceptance within a coffee house. And I really, really attribute all these positive things to all the coffee houses that I've always adopted and made my home. These days, every morning pretty much, I stop at my local coffee house we live outside of Denton, Texas, so it's a drive to work. But on my way to work, I stop at Golden Boy Coffee. It's a beautiful job with friendliest baristas and workers and people who help you choose your coffee. They're patient. But during COVID-19, they actually went an extra step. And when the store was closed, they made it possible for us to order our coffee on the phone and then they brought it out to us. So here was a business, of course, struggling under COVID-19, but who made it possible to serve their customers even during the hardest possible times. So every time I stop in there, you know, there is no seating inside at this point, but they have a patio. I get a cup of coffee and it gives me that 30 minutes of my time at a place that I consider a spiritual place for myself, and then I go, you know, on with my day. So these are some of the things that I think about when I think about coffee houses, but by and large, I could say with confidence that The only time, the first time I actually started living in America and decided to make a life here was when I discovered Bango, Java, made my friends there, and when I discovered coffee house culture. That is all. I hope this inspires you to adopt a local coffee house, and I hope you find one and that You have a wonderful time there and I hope you also find it your coffee house to be a place which is amazing, inspiring, and welcoming. Thank you so much for your time. I will now see you next time with another episode. Until then, stay safe, take care, and as always, peace and love.